0: Wonderful listeners, and yes, you've guessed it. You have tuned in to the Wonderfully Made podcast. Join us this evening where we talk the light of the world and how we can follow in his footsteps our journey as Generation Z and the effects of our contemporary society and culture. If you're losing track of time due to the constant events happening around us, then take this as your daily reminder to take a breather, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. What's up everyone? Happy New Year. You are tuned into Wonderfully Made and this season we're focused on the connection with our source of strength. And as you come to establish the very need of Christ with me, please take the time chill from a long day and inject your daily dose of spiritual food. Today, as you may have seen by the title, we'll be discussing gifts and talents and skills. But before we start, I've recently realized the importance of sharing Christ with everyone. There are battles we all go through, right? And through mine, I've come to understand that without Christ, we can never win. It's the reason why I came up with this season's theme, because in everything, we can depend on God and trust him with the very lies he gifted us with. So join me on this journey of finding even more reasons to deepen our connection with Jesus and make him our source of reason to go on, fight and become stronger. Ephesians 2 verse 10, states for we are god's handiwork created in christ jesus to do good works which god prepared in advance for us to do with each of us made in the image of god we have been given gifts talents and skills that can help us remain connected to christ but more and more in our civilization today breeds the need for praise and recognition of the things that we wouldn't be able to do without the abilities that have been given to us. It's a common thing to want a pat on the back for things we achieve, but when we take a step back and realize the real intention of the gifts, the talents we possess, we will not only be able to spread the gospel at a greater reach, but recognize our purpose and be rewarded along the way. Some people think spreading the gospel is preaching, full stop, which is amazing if God has called you to work in that area, but it is a stereotypical image painted when in truth, there are so many methods for the circulation of the gospel. The gospel is defined as the truth and I'm sure we've all had experiences where truth reveals itself to us in some other way than just hearing it directly from a certain individual. So don't think that there's only one way to be an advocate of Christ. The gospel can be evident through everything we do And it's not just about being seen by the mass congregation, but about the impact we're able to make. And that can start with one person, in one place, in one moment. Now, with the idea that spreading the gospel can be flexible or better yet aligned perfectly with our God-given gifts and talents, it's understanding that our responsibility is to use them according to God's perfect will and to how a kingdom individual should make an impact. We were created to worship God. Our job is to represent, help others, improve our society, And this accumulates as worship to God, as well as being a great way to lead others to him. Representation is a way of validating God's nature of awesomeness and omnipotence. The type of representation that we might be more familiar with is birthed from our nature in needing to belong and feel inclusive in communities we're part of. But representing Christ is birthed from his mission, which became our mission, guiding others to salvation. Once we become a part of the body of Christ, we then have a responsibility to reach out and help others navigate him. Well then, how do we represent? It all begins with our actions. Our love for Christ must shine through everything we say and do. In Galatians 2, it states that it's no longer I who live, but Christ within me, which means that everything we carry out must have the essence of Jesus. To relate this to our theme, which we are currently focused on this season, is that the initial desire God has for us as his children is to represent he made us. For that very reason, right now, you probably already represent many communities, most of which are man-made. But as products of his creation, our earliest community begins with his kingdom, and Christ invited us to be a part of his discipleship with his sacrifice. What better way to establish that connection with him, which we need in this time? Our gifts and talents are supposed to be charitable. They weren't given for us to feel good about ourselves, but to ensure that others will be blessed. A scripture to support this is in 1 Peter 4, verse 10, saying, As each one has received a gift, minister it to one another, as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Our gifts inspire empathize and disperse God's love. It's a kind of aid that's much needed throughout the world and can suffice when our hearts align with the genuinity of our actions. Our heart is the true evidence of everything we do. It's described as the wellspring of life in Proverbs, which means that whatever's inside it is seen through the way we treat people how we serve and communicate with people. For that reason, we're to check ourselves constantly that everything causing an impure heart is erased, being unforgiveness, hatred, envy, and all the things that hold us back from being a blessing. With our God-given gifts comes the responsibility to take part or be a part of bettering society. It's important to know that with your gift, comes your ministry and your ministry can be as simple as starting a group chat of friends, discussing ways to stay positive through life's challenges or just being a voice for others to relate to. Our ministries are always open for growth and can over time with focus and drive impact those that are attracted towards your cause. Bettering society starts with our ministry no matter how small and always develops from the people around you, relationships or friendships you already have. There are many kings and queens today who rely on their riches, power and status, who enjoys control and setting goals related to worldly affairs that we know, if we're connected to our source, deems pointless to where we are at now. Sometimes our gifts and talents can get the better of us and we forget the humility and grace that we ought to have since we aren't the source. There's a level of surrendering we must practice every day of not our will but God's. His kingdom rules over our simulated one and it's when we kneel and bow to this actuality that we can experience the true excitement of taking part in advancing God's kingdom. To advance God's kingdom, the first step is, as stated, to relinquish power and submit to one more indestructible and influential than the monarchies of today will ever be able to obtain. And as you may have guessed, it's up to us to feed our spirituality with prayers, the word, service, and love, which all come together to create a powerful protein shake that strengthens our ministry. With all of these in mind, how do our gifts and talents help us remain connected to Christ? Firstly, when we acknowledge the source of where they come from, our love for God increases and our resolve of our purpose increases, both of which are important to carry out the mission that we've been given here on earth. Our heart also is what Christ analyzes more than anything else. And when using our gifts out of compassion and selflessness, we become more Christ-like, encouraging a stronger relationship with him. Finally, our gifts align us with God's plans for our existence. But we shouldn't just think of our gifts, talents, or skills as something ensuring us eternal life because it also helps us get through life. Sometimes we have to ground ourselves to the balance of living in the moment. When the battles of life get gory, it's up to us to know what we need and when we need it. Often you can find relief and peace in doing the things you're good at and love to do. Well, motivation seems to be something we lack frequently more than ever before. There's a barrier blocking us from not just success, but growth, joy and satisfaction. But God understands the drawbacks of life and has given us our very own gifts that differ from one another to counteract this very thing. Our gifts function to give us a reason for waking up to another day, a formation of the passion and devotion we have to whatever it is we do. Let me talk to you on how my morning routine is quite simple these days. I get up, wash my face, make coffee, do my daily devotion, and then work out. I've recently learned that the simplicity of tasks can help to overcome procrastination, which is something I succumb to a lot, but including songwriting or just about anything musical in my routine stops me from any reluctance to get on, especially when I've placed something strategically later on in my day. When it comes to procrastination, we're forced to find ways to focus and our gifts can be a great tool for that. Another issue I'd face is the continual necessity to have the longest to-do list to man. Honing our focus can be tough when pressured to have this and that going on for us. There could be days where you might be inclined to do an excessive amount of things in one day, but the truth is there's only so much you can fit in. And this is where the ability to use your gift for balance and control can relax such a pressured mindset. As you can see, our gifts come in handy in a lot of life-related settings. It's not just an alignment with our purpose or career, but a tool efficient in our constant living, and is pressing that regardless of our status, background or wallets, that we use our gifts to the contentment of Christ himself. You wonderful lots were listening to another episode of the Wonderfully Made Podcast.